Hello again, everyone. It's Carolyn Smith Mormon LPC, and I'm speaking to you, yes, right here from Dallas, Texas. This week, where I am, is the week of Thanksgiving. And uh, today's topic is called When Life Gets Low, Go High. So, I wanted to talk about what to do when we find ourselves in a bad mood, a low mood, an anxious mood. Some days when I get home from work, I just want to become, like the song says, comfortably numb. Other days I come home and I'm all wound up and full of adrenaline and cortisol shooting through me and I have to figure out how to unwind. I wish I could tell you that there was one single universal coping skill that would help everyone every time. I don't think I know of one. One thing I can tell you is I have several coping skills that I use to get past a difficult mood. Number one, first and foremost, aside from breathing, which is always a number one go-to, get mindful. Put a little emotional distance from the way that you're feeling. Become your very own Miss Marple or whatever detective you know of about your feelings. Ask yourself, why do I need to feel numb? Why am I stuck in this mood? What happened to me today to get me so wound up? Where did all this tizzy in my soul come from? Was there a particular trigger that set me off? I think about uh, this quote from the book, The Road Less Traveled by Scott Peck. He says, life is difficult. There is a great truth. One of the greatest truths. It is a great truth because once we truly see this truth, we can transcend it. Once we truly know that life is difficult, once we truly understand and accept it, then life is no longer difficult. Because you see, once it is accepted, the fact that life is difficult no longer matters. How cool is that? Just to accept that we have come home this day feeling like we want to go numb, feeling like we're all wound up. We have to have some acceptance that some days are going to be tough. If I come home and I have a drink to numb my feelings, that's not going to solve the issue about how I got to that point. And so I'll continue coming home some days, feeling numb and doing my go-to drink. But I don't do that anymore. If I come home all wound up from adrenaline and cortisol shooting through my body, I now know I need to go and move my body. I need to go take a walk. I need to learn to practice to soothe myself. One of the ways to work on becoming our functional adult selves is to learn to soothe ourselves without grabbing a drink or a drug or food or shopping or any of the multitude of ways that won't ultimately be helpful for us to find our best selves. 
Number two, when I'm hurt, overwhelmed, stressed, the first thing I do is try to recognize that feelings are always there for a reason. I need to take time to self-soothe and figure out what are these feelings telling me. Sometimes this means reminding myself that I can only do the best that I can do and that things in life can be unpredictable. After taking some time to be self-compassionate, I translate what I'm feeling into actions that I can take in my life. <clears throat> Sometimes I ask my clients to talk back to their anxiety that they are experiencing and ask the anxiety, what message is it trying to give you? And when you move into a bout of depression or a low mood, ask yourself to spend some time thinking about where that bad mood came from and consider some problem solving about what action the mood, the mood is moving you towards. Once I was in an unpleasant job situation. I mean, I constantly thought about quitting or just not showing up or walking out. I realize now that those were just fantasies. And finally, the functional adult kicked in and I began the slow upward move towards moving out of that job and into a better place for my personality and soul. Number three, choose a support person strategically. When I'm having an emotionally challenging moment, I like to be home. My go-to person when I'm having to cope is usually my husband, sometimes my friends. But you know, some of the people who have the best insight when I'm going through a bad time are my two sons. Right now they are 23 and almost 25. And they have great insight. Each son comes up with a different way of processing my anguish but each comes up with some of the best ideas I could ever imagine. Also, when life has been especially difficult, I go visit my therapist. He, like my sons, has a way of speaking so clearly to that difficult part that I find myself mired in. Number four, look up. I mean, really, look up, literally. <clears throat> Sometimes the low mood that you find yourself stuck in and mucking around in are simply stories that we're telling ourselves. Stories like, I'm never going to get out of this. This is going to take me down. Why does this always happen to me? I hate what's going on in my life. Those are stories. All those negative things you tell yourself when you're going through tough times, those are just stories that you're making up. We tell ourselves these horrible stories and then this further increases the existential angst that we find going on in our lives. You see, when you look up and you look at the clouds, they make these shapes. And sometimes when you're looking up in the clouds, you go, oh, I see a whale. I see a circus clown. You see all sorts of things in those clouds. But that's not reality. That's a story you're making up. Because in reality, clouds are just bits of water that have become liquid or ice or vapor. When we see real life objects in those clouds, 
we are making those stories up. This is very similar to what we do when we're in a low mood. Our mind starts spinning negative stories about the situation, and this keeps us stuck in that low mood. So the next time you're feeling low, look up. Remind yourself that since you're going to make up stories in your head, then you might as well make up something that's positive. Number five, call a friend. Simple, call a friend. Often when we want to numb out, we will pick up our phone and we will surf, surf, surf our social media accounts or read one article after another that we don't even remember an hour later. These methods of numbing often serve to increase our low mood and keep our brains amped. I realize that the go-to method in our modern society is to constantly scroll through the nothingness of social media. We spend 20, 30, 40 minutes or more just scrolling through one thing after another. And there's no relief there. This isn't a self-soothing mood that will bring you positive relief. Call that friend that gives you good advice. Call that family member. Make a connection. Number six. Of course, one of my very favorite methods to blast through a negative mood is to become grateful. So, since this is Thanksgiving week, I would like to get grateful. Thank you all for listening. I really thank you. Thank you for your patience while I figure out this whole podcast thing. I realized that I was a rookie at podcasting just a month ago. I created my very first podcast on a whim. I had no idea that I'd keep doing it. I'm still a rookie, but I keep going forward. Thank you for those of you who have sent me positive feedback, or thank you for those of you who have given me feedback that's of a critical nature. I'll take that too. Thank you for encouraging me. (coughs) Excuse me. Joy is one of the simplest forms of gratitude. And creating this podcast with my friends in mind and my family and my clients in mind, this brings me joy. It's my tiny way of putting something positive out in the world. Gratitude really helps us experience the most in our lives. Yes, this week is Thanksgiving here in the world I live in. And whether your Thanksgiving is going to be full of lots and lots of relatives or just a small gathering of one or two, I want to wish you the very best. Remember to try and feel grateful, even for those family members that know all of your triggers. Try doing a little mental jiu-jitsu on them this year. And when they come at you with some kind of trigger-blowing kind of remark, don't fall into their trigger trap. It'll blow their minds. I'd also like to make a movie recommendation If you're looking for a movie to go to with a family member or a friend, I really liked A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. It's a story based on um, the true experience of Mr. Rogers and a journalist for uh, Esquire magazine. I think most of you would enjoy it. It will remind you that connection with others and slowing down just a bit 
is really where it is in this life. Let me hear from you. If you have some methods that you like to use when you get low or when you're wound up, let me hear from you. I'd love to know what you do to help yourself feel better. I'm wishing you all the best this week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.